Hello and welcome back to Lacro Couch Reviews. I'm your host Christina. We are back for another episode of The Flash. This is season 7, episode 11, Family Matters Part 2. Story by Jonathan Butler and Gabriel Garza. Teleplay by Thomas Pound. Directed by Chad Lowe, who some may know from Entourage playing himself. I gave this episode an 8.7 out of 10. I found myself completely thrown off on the timeline of events, what they meant, how they correlated. But in other moments, I was thoroughly amused. And I mean, laugh out loud, (laughs) hysterical. I don't know if they meant for me to laugh the way in which I did laugh, but it made the episode enjoyable because I was seeing it through much more of a Legends of Tomorrow lens than I was (laughs) a uh, wrap-up story, whatever you want to call this, to the whole family matters, forces, and family drama that we have had to watch unfold these last few weeks. And while some came to a reasonably good conclusion, I will say... I agree with the byline. I don't know who had it out there. I just saw it when I was looking for my background information for the episode. But it said the Flash needs some actual villains to fight. And I agree 125% with that. Like we keep, we keep trying to save our villains. And when you do think about it, it's been a while. Like we got... Uh, what was the one guy that was killing people with his dagger cicada and then we're just like oh he's a father so we're gonna try to reach him and then we had like some people just need to be taken down (laughs) we don't need to and even if we want to understand why they do the things they do we don't need to save them we could just put them in jail or kill them we don't kill i know but if that were to accidentally happen as if that's not a thing on the flash then we have that in our back pocket what i'm saying is i don't need to see barry iris anyone in team flash giving any pep talks to villains at least for the rest of this season (laughs) i would hope so i would hope so because they caused a lot of trauma in people's lives and I was in this episode thinking Kramer's got a whole lot of points. <laughs> Y'all are building her case for her. And if I was in the jury, I would definitely feel myself heavily conflicted. Let's go ahead and get into this recap. We start the episode exactly how it left off. Barry is crying over Iris because um, she did. <laughs> And so are the other two forces, if so would appear. The fact that he was doing such a good job of emotionally acting, I could forgive the whack-ass ending of the last episode, but then the bodies disappear and we realize that Bashir went into protective mode, although Alexa points out it was more self-preservation than it was actively trying to protect everyone. But he saw a scary woman came into the room and he said, I don't know what to do, but I'm about to do it. Barry hugs Iris and wonders why Nora attacked her. She's like, I'm competition. The team then discussed the fact that Nora will eventually feel that the forces are still alive and Barry owns that he pushed Dion away and if something happens that's on him he figures out a place to stash the forces Iris says that she is going to go as well since it is her responsibility I do love when Iris and Barry are boss ass moves synchronized this is how we do Joe watches the television at home as several lightning strikes have caused a collapse at the Meta Prison, 
causing escapees likely including frost so she ain't gone from the show joe in his role feels rather useless since he gave up his badge and metas are now on the loose i'm really surprised she wasn't in this episode because this was catnip for her this was basically giving her whole case of why ccpd should be able to be effective because they can't always depend on the flash and after this incident him keep letting these villains get away <laughs> he might become part of the problem <laughs> i can see her building a case for that and i may see this in later episodes i don't know cecile attempts to comfort joe while jenna remains an absolute age mystery at the moment but she's still taking naps so that's good to know cecile gets struck by purple lightning and one can only hope it takes away her powers it did not it did not seem like it did but once again <laughs> one can only hope i'm gonna say it bashir is bangable with his sarcasm and black curls and gray suit as he and the others go to the old speed force a pocket in time is kind of how i am uh explaining how they got here and this is the time traveling i'm talking about bashir remarks once he gets there nice of the adams family to lend you their place for the weekend and makes another comment when barry's like i'm gonna go find dion do what i need to do he had a look on his face when he left and then bashir commented wouldn't you say goodbye that's rude why don't you love me daddy iris had encouraged him to go save their family and bashir was already intending on stealing that device alexa is clearly a daddy's girl concerned is he gonna be okay <laughs> barry always gets to the daddy's girls Barry's concerned look before leaving was the fact that Nora was in his spot dressed in full goth rebellious teenager mode. she didn't show up with a black boyfriend like guess who i'm with daddy <laughs> i laughed so fucking hard when i saw her like bitch when did you decide this was your mood she went from the lipstick to stepping full into halloween costume faux vampire she has gone batshit crazy upset that she cannot feel him anymore which is supposed to be impossible well you killed my wife bitch or you think you killed my wife that is where i draw the fucking line and he points it out like you try to kill them no but, but but what i really can't understand is you try to kill iris and that is not okay she points out that once she was reborn she felt the other forces and then she assumed that she was going to be you know siphoned out of existence i don't know all her excuses felt sporadic and if i'm being honest so did a lot of the story arc I mean, I wish they could give a PowerPoint presentation on exactly what I was supposed to be comprehending here. She feels like the youngest child being told by her parents, well, so we're having twins or triplets. And she's like, I'm not the baby anymore. Fuck you guys. Or she's suffering PTSD from death because that sucks. And she ain't trying to go back to that darkness again. Uh, she doesn't plan on sharing her berry. She's going to protect him. Evil. Get the hell out. I did love when her voice got all deep as she tells him to bring her siblings or she will destroy Central City. Barry goes to the window and stares out pensively. Fucking kids! Barry goes to Star Labs as Cisco reports that there are lightning storms all over the city. Chester gives him a device that if he sweeps the city can locate Dion. But wasn't he working with Nora? Cisco and Chester want to back him up since Dion knows them, but Barry tells them to focus on stopping Nora. Dion is his responsibility. He must have said that 40 times this episode. At Ivo Technologies, where security doesn't exist at 
yet another Central City Lab with a whole bunch of technology that's very valuable. Mark breaks in and steals tech with Frost intent on turning him back in. Question. What the fuck is he wearing? Why doesn't he feel the need to wear an actual t-shirt? Was those really like, like what animal did you murder? It looked like a cat. And why are they standing here terribly flirting as he asks her out and she continues to say no before both charging at each other? Get the fuck out of my face with that shit. Joe brought Cecile to Star Labs because we need to keep Caitlyn busy with people who need medical assistance. She is in a coma and Joe learns Nora not only attacks Cecile but Iris. I have a hard time understanding why anyone would attack Cecile. What is her relevance? I feel like it was just a way to make her a part of the episode. Because <laughs> the motivations just don't line up. Alexa wants to know what Barry was like as a child. Iris remarks this was the house that they grew up in. And that he was small even at his 13th growth spurt birthday. So Iris helped him build his self-esteem by placing books high enough where she couldn't reach them. No wonder she was the only one. Ain't nobody made him feel as special as Iris. More childhood stories. I do like that when these observations that are put out there in the world are incorporated in a good way. Psyche uses his ability to speak with Alexa and thinks that it's time they take the fight to Nora and Alexa agrees. Barry finds Dion at a stadium holding a helmet, talking about his regrets, and man, do they love to overuse the word God. Um, I did like the stadium shot. I thought that was very well done, especially with the red, uh, him being in his all red and the red seats. I don't know. Just worked aesthetically. Um, not that calling them a God isn't completely inaccurate. I mean, I guess it isn't really. I know most people's idea of God is something that is worshipped, but it's also what one believes is an all-powerful being, and since the forces are untapped potential of epic proportions, it's why I can see Cisco or any of the rest of them calling them God-like creatures, because they're human, but they're also not. Um... They possess a godlike ability, I should say. But for those people to then declare themselves gods, that feels narcissistic. <laughs> it's just not something you want any character to be throwing around about themselves and not uh, and not have them be thought of as a villain. Dion is regretful since he only wanted Barry dead. And he only wanted him dead because he said he was gonna bleep him out of existence like you called me a mistake bro that was hurting my feelings Barry tells him that the others are not dead he didn't have me cracking up when he was like that crazy bitch took it too far <laughs> like i ain't had no beef with the other ones i don't even know who they are i, did, I never met um <laughs> but you did go into star labs talking about sorry <laughs> so you knew she was crazy and you teamed up with her anyway she got in your head so he's of the mindset that we should just team up and go take out the crazy bitch knowing you know she's not gonna stop Barry's like no i have to protect you he's like but i don't need to be protected he legit had all the points on this i don't understand why don't you work with me to try to talk her down you've already written her off and i'm not sure why everyone else got to be a second chance but she got written off maybe because she killed someone they brought her back but she still got killed but i'm also with alexa what she said like uh yeah you tried to protect me before and i died even at star labs joe agrees they should let nora get what's coming for her now fuck that bitch fuck that bitch fuck that bitch Chester and Cisco had looks on their face like I didn't want to say anything but what he said but he's mostly acting out because he can't do anything which feels so contrived because if they are having 
the citizen help why can't his regular ass citizen self get his ass out there and do the same it's not like anyone is going to object retired or off-duty cops or whatever the case they step in all the time barry is off to find dion once again while he keeps telling everyone uh things have to happen <laughs> telling him you gotta find a way to restrain nora it has to it just has to but it doesn't barry you need to stop being so one-track mind all the time how about working with the forces like suggested then trying to have a conversation with nora which is exactly what happened joe is feeling sorry for himself with allegra trying to inspire him to stop it as he is more than just his badge but he ain't trying to hear it i like the visual of the house in the speed force where both bickering siblings gang up on iris and trick her into thinking she smashed the device when she didn't pulling them out of the prison or not really prison just their pocket dimension uh since they want to go join well they don't know that dion's about to fight but they wanted to do the same thing barry tries to reason with nora because they run out of time and she's like you didn't bring me my siblings saying that she wasn't reborn the same not just a force of nature but also is you know you're tainted with that west adam love and while this was all types of cheesy there's no debating that whatsoever <laughs> uh it goes back into the idea like what they said like it's all around us the forces of nature so on and so forth going back to the idea that although they're not deities to the idea western idea of what a deity is in some concept their existence is in itself very uh mystical whatever you want to call it she tells barry that the forces were the ones that created the storm and attacked cecile and she needs to kill them choosing to attack dion when he shows up and i said in my notes why why cecile and i'm not sure what all this even means like all the forces they were doing this this whole time they know they're doing this <laughs> I, I really do not know what this flashback was supposed to intend like or they <laughs> anyhow barry takes De dion away i want to say donna every time i see dion's name and ask caitlin to help him revealing that his children are the bad guys i just don't know what went wrong I wouldn't give a fuck what Nora said. You still tried to kill my wife. You thought you did. And you had no regrets for no reason. Because you was being petty. Nora gives a booming ultimatum. Eyes turning black. I would say the special effects were bomb ass in this entire episode. Uh, Barry wonders what is even the right thing to do anymore. Iris shows up to learn that the forces have been causing shit to happen all this time. Uh, she's like, and we believe her now? Because she tried to kill me, in case you forgot. At least it's backed up by science evidence, with Chester calling it a cosmic family feud. Except it doesn't make any types of sense. When... We went back to Chillblane and Frost fighting. Oh my god, who the hell cares? It felt as if the direction of the episode was dragged back there because it had to. <laughs> this whole fight I just did not care for. And it's not even... If they were just doing the fighting part, I'd be totally fine with it. The dialogue... Because we all know, I'm like, no, 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 no. I need my Frost to be Frosty. I don't need her to be all shook up on some dude that looks like, <laughs> I'm sorry, he does not. He looks like his dick is small. That's what all them six pack is making up for. <laughs> that he got a little wiggle. Iris and Barry don't want to choose between their cosmic children and the city. I love that they did the transition shot of him saving a woman even though we didn't see him save her to him being back at Star Labs. 
and think that they are failing until Joe gives them both a pep talk and a wake-up call that he himself needed saying that protecting those uh, around them and their family is something they do and do well and that sometimes it takes a family to fix a family and they need to stop trying to keep them apart but bring them together like I've been saying all along Dion did want to stop her but couldn't as Iris remarks he shouldn't have had to do it alone Barry agrees no more hiding they finally uh, make amends with each other decide to face down uh, Nora together with both Alexa and Bashir returning because they sent something in the air tonight. shows up like you betray me i can feel it as well <laughs> the fight inside the speed force wasn't bad at all convoluted story line aside the cgi and directing was pretty damn good dion and barry are able to temporarily take her down bringing them back to reality nora isn't finished creating a huge big bang type event which barry has three minutes to solve so how do we solve it we do this. Don't ask me what caused this whole thing because I'm not quite sure. I thought Nora did and she would just be able to easily take it off or turn it off. <laughs> Her category five twister. But no. Um seriously, um, the nonsensical correlation of what is actually happening <laughs> once again was tossed aside for the comical aspect because but she really did call him dad it's funny because that man is certifiably older than you <laughs> The forces decide to take their own shot at Nora and simply show her a world where she will be alone. And she pleads with them not to allow that to happen. Looks like I made a mistake. Alexa offers an olive branch. You can be part of our family. And like just like that, she's no longer mad and asks them for, to forgive her while Barry tries to save everyone. The forces give him the boost he needs to save the day and I'm still unclear on the events that led to this as Nora tells Barry she saved him once again by offering a hug. He had to ask too. He's like, Nora? <laughs> Is it you? Later they retire to a much nicer up in the clouds type of Speed Force <laughs> West Allen household where the group planned to expand the universe as a family. Nora apologizes to Iris, thanking her for seeing the humanity in her, even though uh, she put her through a lot of bullshit, giving her a hug. She also tells Barry that he'll be faster than ever before. So that's a nice boost. I do need to see him do more than throw lightning. I know he got a few more moves in there, man. Can we get a little bit, a little bit more? Joe is to seal concern, but he assures her all worked out before saying he helped the way he was meant to for the people that needed it the most and i'm like yeah you need to hang out around star labs to offer your wisdom because it is very much needed allegra and chester are awkwardly watching camilla and cecile being super in love which um it's super cute to see him so happy i don't know what she was whispering but she was going into uh, a lot of detail they start to consider the other as a potential lover. Camilla does talk about expanding her powers. Cisco gets a text holding off on answering a job offer. Cisco, uh, Camilla definitely had a look like, you better answer that shit. Because I already accepted mine. 
Why is Caitlyn reading rawhides? Um, does internet porn know you're cheating on it? That is the thickest romance book I've ever seen in my life. She got that shit in hardback. Frost comes by to announce that she's been released on probation after being sent to prison for life without parole. But sure, because she put all those metahumans back in prison and the Flash vouched for her as if that's something that didn't happen before. She is now back with the team and now has a crush on Mark. Okay, 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 okay. Iris and Barry looking cute at home on the couch with the R&B playing in the background. That was baby making music in case you did not know. Those are called baby makers. As they feel the nest is empty without the forces and all this talk of family got Barry making all types of unsubtle facial expression cues over the fact that he wants to make a baby with Iris. Iris catching on. He was like, wait, hold on, girl. I thought we was going to keep talking. Where you going? Where you going? She's like, I'm done wondering. Since the forces um, are at peace in the universe, I imagine them uh, all encouraging this insemination, particularly Barry's force of seed. two babies in her so he got that good good um <laughs> that is how we end the episode so no cliffhanger i did wait for one did not see it so we are moving past this story arc moving on to the next one i'm sure with all the west island and them making a baby many were very happy about hearing that news they were uh anticipating this for a while now we all know that we're going to be seeing these twins maybe soon so really looking forward to the next arc it wasn't a, a bad second or first I don't, I don't know which one to call it at this point but the last um you know story arc i should say aside from eva it was rather um it was rather off pace I think we could have spent a lot more time developing the actual, you know, details behind the forces a lot more. And maybe that would have been a little bit easier to digest. The timeline of events, I'm not even going to try to put together because it doesn't feel cohesive or coherent. So there is that. But it was a lot of spectacle. Um, it was some fun a lot of fun in a few episodes it had some humor to it definitely wasn't perfect but i certainly don't think it was the worst thing the flash has pulled out of its hat with that said and my thoughts concluded let's jump into the feedback shy i am here to give my thoughts and feelings on the finale of the forces storyline otherwise known as episode 11 of season 7 uh if you hear background noise that is me driving i am driving home from work <sighs> now that i don't have well, actually i'm not driving home from work i'm driving to pick up my son then going home then I got more work to do but anyway so I thought I'd take a moment to give my feedback because I'm most likely gonna have a busy evening and unfortunately with me not having cable I was not able to watch the episode until today because I have to stream it 
like most people are doing nowadays. <laughs> so, um, no longer able to watch it Tuesday evenings. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm fine with it. It's not a big deal. Just got to rearrange things and all that good stuff. So, with that being said, I actually enjoyed this episode. Um, most of it. Um, I thought it was a nice, fun action-y action episode lots going on from start to finish and um i enjoyed that so it seemed like they saved a lot of the action for this episode um we got some answers to some questions some questions still remain some things are still a head scratcher you know the usual stuff um but um overall like i said i enjoyed it so i was satisfied with how the forces storyline ended and um yeah so we got to see that that was a fake out that we got last episode um at the end with speed force supposedly killing psych alexa and iris so which i thought was pretty cool gotta see a little bit more i think you christina was asking to see a bit more of Sykes powers and so we got some more of that so thought that was pretty cool the objects of illusions since he's in that psychological realm of the forces so that was pretty cool and it was something he tried in that instant and it worked out great so um as for everything else um we got a better understanding of what the speed force was so upset about and why she was acting cray cray um i still think she was a bit extreme but um at least we got an explanation about them really making their presence known for a while and so that was something that she wasn't on board with and I still don't understand, like, who, like, who, how does she get attacked? That's the thing I don't think they explained. If they did, please let me know, because I don't remember hearing it. Um, but, yeah, that part is still fuzzy. Um, the part about, you know, why she's upset, I mean, I felt like that was a, a bit more clear. Um, what else? I still like, I mean, I know Mimi, this wasn't her cup of tea, but I like them. I like the forces themselves, the avatars, Dion, Bashur, and um, Alexa. I did. I enjoyed them. I thought uh, Speed Force was uh, the, the one that was a little cray-cray, but yeah. Other than that, I, I like their personalities, me personally, but... Um, I did think they did go overboard with the family stuff, you know, and I already mentioned that they're a bit heavy handed with that in the last couple episodes. It wasn't too bad with this one, but I felt like it's because this episode had the better writers that the Flash have. I feel like their episodes are a lot better written than other people's episodes. So we got a little bit more balance and it wasn't like hammering our head with it excessively i mean yeah they still you know talked about it a bit but nowhere near as crazy as the last couple episodes um what else uh i debated whether or not to even mention that frost nonsense um that we had to endure that i had to endure i kind of skipped over it because it was ridiculous um I tried to sit my way through it, but it wasn't working. I, I could not know. So that's all I'll say about that. I, I am not a fan of Chill Blaine. I'm not a fan of Frost. I'm not a fan of that ridiculous thing they were doing. Um, so I'll move on from that. Um, what else? I love the, um, like I said, all the action stuff. Um, I thought it was pretty cool. The CGI was decent for CW, um, so that was awesome, um, you know, for what we know we're going to get. 
and so I like that seemed like they saved their budget for this one <laughs> a lot of their budget I should say for this episode alone because definitely Barry was doing a lot of running around in this episode which we have missed he hasn't been running around as much um, this season so it was good to see that I love the uh, Barry and Iris team up and then you know tackling the problem together and you know coming up with a solution and you know or a plan I should say not a solution because that, that didn't exactly work out but I like that you know that they've they've definitely worked together a lot more this season on things and course obviously with the theme being family oriented and about the forces and all that stuff that would make sense um what else we got a little bit of papa joe giving his papa joe speech to barry and iris encouraging them about being parents and because uh they were pretty down on themselves about their abilities to be parents and all that good stuff I mean, they've taken a few lumps in the last uh, couple of years when it comes to Nora and then, you know, obviously these forces that's reminding them of, you know, the downside of parents. <laughs> and so it'd be nice for them to experience the good stuff with uh, parenting because, yeah, it's not all bad. Um, what else? I was trying to remember everything. I watched it early this morning, so my mind is trying to remember what I saw. Of course, we cannot leave. Oh, yeah, one more thing before I get to the, uh, the best part. You know, it's always the best part for me when we get a little something-something with West Allen. Um, Cecile. Is it me or has she been about useless aside from that one episode where she used a thinker chair? Because I'm like, I'm like trying to think back and oh yeah, because she was useless in the Killer Frost as the defense counselor too, so so defense attorney. So cause I'm like, what has she been doing this season? That's how irrelevant she's been in my eyes and so <laughs> this season... I don't know, like, especially, yeah, the last few episodes after the Killer Frost uh, ridiculousness um, well, trial, it's been very quiet on from her point. Anyways, now, let's get to Thirsty Barry. Um, so, we got a very sexy Wes Allen scene, finally. It's been 84 years. So it was great to see it. Um, I'm talking about having sex, having babies, Barry running her up to the bedroom. <laughs> you know, I thought that was great. That scene at the end, of course, you know, obviously I love me some Barry and Iris. So anytime we get to see them one on one and, you know, just all that I mean I just thought it was sexy I mean it wasn't overdone it was fun it was light it was you know just the right amount of everything um for me and so you know playful and all that I love that Iris you know you know had gives him that little stare um from a the back of the shoulder stare like mm, you know and <laughs> very like yeah i love your impulse something like that he was saying so yeah he's like yep i love how you just get to it yep let's do this <laughs> so thought that was funny um that i enjoyed that so to get them in those light-hearted moments that we just don't see as much anymore they're few and far between um because you know once the drama starts it's on and on and on and then we forget about them as a couple and their wants and needs and stuff like that the show tends to do that so um it's good to see them pause and talk about having kids and all that good stuff so thought that was great and yeah so 
on that note, I will call it. And uh, yeah, until next time, much love, peace, and Black Girl Magic, Queen of the Couch, Shy. That was Shy with her feelings on the episode. Only a few comments to add. Um, I'm glad that you, it was made clear to you what Nora was upset about. Because I, maybe you can tell me in the chat, because I'm still confuddled <laughs> so shit was happening so I decided to attack them but I'm still like where's the culpability here did they know they were doing this because it's it's not clear at all not even a little bit to be fair Cecile doesn't have to be useful uh, overall I'm not the person that believes every person in a show needs to serve a certain pro- some people are just fucking there that's how i feel about camilla like she doesn't need to do anything sometimes she's just the extra person you need in the scene that may or may not be connected to other things um cecile doesn't need to have powers that's why one would think she would need to do something with said powers because she has them but there's also not to say that just because i have powers doesn't mean i need to be a superhero I mean, I got to go out and help people and shit. Maybe I just got powers. <laughs> uh, and just to play devil's advocate. Because I will say her purpose in this episode very much was contrived. And I saw no no reason why anyone would attack her. Um, I wouldn't fault her for losing the trial. She gave her best. <laughs> so the point of it is, is that... um. Kramer was planning on doing what she was planning on doing. She has she won any trial though? I think she did. <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> Regardless of her lawyer skills, she has been trying to be utilized as more of a nurturer to the younger folks like Chester and Allegra. And I think it's better if she stays in that realm. Like we could just see her every once in a while with Jenna. We she doesn't need to be a series regular that's the thing that's not promoting people that don't need to we don't need to everyone promote like you you want to pay her for that fine but she doesn't need to be in this that and the other thing if that it's not relevant to have you there um i will say and i know all the west Island fans gonna throw something at me <laughs> you already know what i'm about to say i know you know i know you know it yourself when he said I like your impulse, I barfed in my mouth just a little bit. <laughs> I was like, no, no, that ruined it. It ruined everything. Oh, I so did not need that line. I did not need the whole impulse. It's the name of this. It, it just, it's almost like they can't help themselves. And apparently you ate it up. And this is what, this is what gives the fans what they want for those that want it. Maybe that's why, um, as you stated earlier, there weren't many complaints out there in the universe. <laughs> Sometimes if people feel West Island is served, they don't care if the plot makes sense. I would rather have the plot make sense than West Island be served. Just my personal preference. But I did love everything else about the scene. It was great. I thought it was like the socks are on the couch. I agree with everything else except that one fucking line. I wanted to throw something at the screen like Jesus. But him speeding her away almost saved it, except I still was <laughs> nauseated from that line. <laughs> and that is Shy's thoughts on the episode. Let's hear what Mimi has to say. What up, Christina? It's Mimi sending in feedback for The Flash Season 7, Episode 11. This was the conclusion of Family Matters. I mean, I honestly felt the same about this episode as I did the other episode, the first one. I will say the last, like, four minutes got me super excited. Um, I personally, I, I've tried to see, like, I understand, like, I don't want you to think I don't understand what you're saying. I get what they're trying to do, and I understand. It's just that, like, this concept of Iris and Barry being the parents of these um, forces, to me, like, it doesn't make sense. Because if that was the case, then 
I feel like Barry should have been felt like he was the father of the bus metas because I mean I know he was trying to protect them but he never ever said he was their dad and it's the same thing he literally created them coming out of the speed force so to me the parallels are the same if he was if he's the father of these forces if him and Iris are the parents of these forces he should have been the parents of the bus metas now I don't know if they're trying to say just because both Barry and Iris made you know their love recreated the speed force in these forces that's the difference i don't know but i just the concept in itself i don't like um and i've tried to let let it go and just follow the plot but even when i don't take into account that they say that shit 873 times every episode the whole story annoys me i will say i never talked about psych i do think the character um is funny like the the guy himself um what is his name Oh, I didn't. I'm drawing a blank. I'm not even going to think too hard about it. The character himself is funny. He does have a lot of one liners that crack me up. Um, and I guess Alexa isn't terrible, but um, Dion still annoys me. He he wasn't as bad in this episode. I will say that like they toned his annoyance down for me. Um, he wasn't so irritating. Um, but just the whole the concept um, I gotta say like first off whoever is responsible for Nora's outfit need they ass whooped because she looked fucking stupid you are too old to be dressed like a goth girl and where the fuck did this come from is my first question like <laughs> when her eyes turned black I rolled my eyes like so hard this is ridiculous like I feel like I know that they can make something look scary because blood work used to scare the shit out of me. <laughs> I don't understand. They made Zoom pretty terrifying. I mean, he didn't, he wasn't as terrifying as blood work, but he was pretty scary looking. So I feel like if they were trying to get me to be like, oh my God, she's really turned evil. Like she looked ridiculous. She looked like a fucking clown in my personal opinion. So it was hard to take anything she says serious. And I still, to the life, for the life of me, don't understand why she was going so hard on trying to kill these forces. Like, it looked like they were, you know, causing all this havoc, but not even on purpose, because they didn't even realize that they were doing it. And it took, once Barry figured it out, I don't even, it don't even seem like he told them that, they, like, bitches, y'all doing this shit, calm down. Like, whatever was happening, I don't think any of them were in control of it. And once and like once we realized that Nora already knew that you think she would have calmed the fuck down but she didn't like so I don't understand why you're acting like a fucking moron like I still don't get that I don't know it's possible I missed it I mean I shit goes over my head all the time so maybe after listening to your podcast I'll, I'll understand but her whole storyline annoyed the crap out of me it, di it didn't make sense I liked how you know the resolution was them all coming together which I figured it um and I and I'm not surprised it took Joe to point that out and can, let me just be straight up I swear to you when Cecile got blasted through the window I laughed so hard like I was like I know this isn't supposed to be funny but that shit was hilarious like I, it made me laugh because I instantly knew I was like she about to be useless they gonna have her in coma this whole episode because they didn't know what the fuck to do with her she a waste you would think because she's like with her psychic abilities she could have been a match for psych since she was a match for the thinker but no her powers suck and they can't ever get a handle of it and we don't even know what she does she don't even know what she does so i feel like when they have an opportunity to explain her powers or use her they don't like i'm not even surprised that like let's just let's put her in a coma and then we'll give joe something to do he can just you know be around her and care for her and be worried about her like that's literally all like it's ridiculous that they don't know what to do with her i can't even <laughs> it's comical that's why i'm laughing and just forgive me i'm gonna be jumping around because i didn't write notes so it's just off my memory um as soon as they said they blasted the meta wing uh i was like oh i guess we're gonna see killer frost um i'm sorry frost and then we saw abs again seriously why like and at the end it's like i have a crush on someone bitch he tried to kill you if that ain't a toxic ass relationship start i don't know like that is not a meet cute bitch he tried to kill you 
that like you, I'm sorry I you know I am a strong believer in forgiving people because you know you holding on to that anger is only gonna mess you up and not them but I ain't gonna forgive you enough to where we can be in a relationship and you tried to kill me I, I'm sorry like that's utterly ridiculous <laughs> and I guess that whole storyline about her serving life in prison was just a waste of energy two episodes of our lives we never gonna get back they just let the bitch out for capturing the wing the the meta wing and bringing them back but bitch you broke out too like isn't that a crime i don't know whatever i just i really feel like that was i thought that was a way of getting rid of her not saying i want caitlin <laughs> instead of frost i'm just saying it just seems like that whole time we were wasted on her or the the two episodes we we were watching her was just a waste of time like it didn't accomplish anything and it's annoying because i feel like they've missed some things in this whole forces and it's why the storyline annoys me and if they wouldn't have been spending time on frost maybe they would have been able to go further into these forces and maybe explain something that like, like why Nora is acting like this <sighs> I'm not gonna sit here and dwell on it I guess if if we gotta have both of them it's better than just having Caitlyn so I'm not even gonna complain about that um the last thing I want to talk about is the ending <laughs> I just <laughs> so they're just gonna be in I, I'm assuming they were in the speed force that's just where they're gonna stay for forever and y'all fine with that like y'all don't want to like y'all so the humans their lives is just over they're just gonna be hovering in the clouds for the rest of the all eternity they seem cool with it but it seems kind of fucking bogus and unfair <laughs> this is exactly why i go back to what i said taking the powers out of them would have been fair like how is it that like now that like alexa was helping addicts like she had a career path that was potentially gonna do good so now she's just over i get bashir that's his name i guess you know he's not a criminal anymore so that's good and dion can i guess stop pretending like he is gonna be able to change the past and be something that he's not i guess but it just that's just y'all just fine with that y'all just gonna be in this house together i guess and you know they threw in the line about I never had a family, you know, blah. I never had a home. Okay, so now it's fine for you to just be, like, they don't get to do anything. They're just going to be up there giving Barry speed. I don't, <laughs> I don't know why that conclusion annoyed the shit out of me. Like, really? This is what y'all going to do? <sighs> Whatever. That's all I'm going to say about that. I don't want to be going over. Um, so the last thing I want to talk about is that last scene. The last five minutes is what really got me excited was because as soon as I heard that song, I was like, that is some sex me up music. They ain't playing that just to play it. Something's about to go down. I knew we weren't going to get no actual like, you know, above the clothes action like we we did, you know, from I think that was season two. No, 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 no. That was season three with Barry and Iris on the couch. That was the last and only time we ever got anything sexy like that. But I used my imagination because the conversation was going right where I needed it to go. And then when Flash zoomed her upstairs, I was like, yes, panties coming off. That's that's what I'm ready for. And um, I know you don't watch the previews for the next episode, Christina, so I'm not gonna bring it up, but um, I, I want to just point out that couples like uh, Cisco and Camila, Camila, why do I keep calling her the wrong name? Cam Camila, Camila, whatever, whatever. She ain't going to be on the show soon anyway, so I don't care about getting her name right. Um, they get on my nerve. Like, bitch, y'all see us sitting here, right? Y'all, if Like, should we leave? Can y'all go, please? Like, couples that, like, flirt like that and be making out when, when we're in a group annoy the hell out of me y'all need your ass whoop this is not the time or the place there's two uh, two people across me that are not a couple that are y'all friends y'all can't excuse yourselves or put a pause in it seriously and the way they had chester and um uh allegra looking at each other i was like please don't that's we've had enough 
workplace romance i don't i don't want to see it uh we got to look at cisco and camila i don't want to see it i feel like one married couple in the building is fine we don't need no more relationships so please don't don't do that let chester find a girl outside of star labs and let allegra find somebody that ain't got nothing to do with being a superhero hopefully she can find a meta another meta so that they can have that in common but i'm gonna need them to not do that no i don't want it don't ship it a thousand percent it's gonna be a no for me dog um that's all i got so i'm gonna end it here hope this finds you um well i can't wait to hear what you guys think so until next time love peace hair grease and black girl magic queen of the couch mimi out that was mimi with her thoughts on the episode so i agree almost with all of your points (laughs) other than the things that um well for the most part i even those things i'm like uh you're you're not alone i would say the difference between the bus metas and Barry and Iris is the fact that they are cosmically DNA attached. So like their DNA is in their DNA. Thus, once the DNA is in it, it's got to get a little familial. <laughs> but you are not alone and not liking it. Some really just, I mean, they ripped it to shreds. So, I mean, I know what you mean. You, you get where they wanted to go. You just wasn't going there with them. I can debate that outfit. Or I can't debate that outfit, I should say. <laughs> no, I will not debate that outfit. She looked like an old hag, to be quite frank. I thought that putting her in all black did no favors for that actress. And if I'm being thoroughly transparent her acting was a little shoddy at the end which was like no i realized i've seen that so many times when barry's when she's about to be being killed and it it never really i never thought about it because it was only a small scene with her but yeah (laughs) and nabu i'm with you that arc didn't make no sense none because as you stated i'm pretty sure no one knew they were doing it and they're like we're not gonna tell you and yes the cecile she this is the second time she's been um taught or thought of as useless i mean i'm not gonna argue the point too much uh i think if they just take her powers away we wouldn't care about this just would not because you did bring up a really good point like you're fighting psych why wouldn't you have been useful in that because you really don't need to be go be a mama to jenna and that's all you need to you're joe's wife we don't need to have you as a connective tissue to everything all the time just be there and as you stated yeah having her hurt just gives him something to do and he could already just be at start like i don't i don't even know why he didn't even put those thoughts together like well i can't help in this way i'm gonna help in this other way like my son's been doing all this damn time (laughs) like barry's still a csi but he still goes out there with his vigilante you can be doing the same damn shit joe um all this all the all the whole storyline with frost serve was to point out that she and caitlin shared the same terrible taste in men and I think that storyline, I've already made my my feelings thought about why we spent a great deal of useless time there. Because everybody's like, well, I would like it if, if she ever paid for crimes. Well, there you go. <laughs> One less thing to bitch about, except now you ruined all of our lives. So thank you. Uh, I am excited for the episode that's going to premiere June 8th. That's when we will be back. So when you want to join us for that uh, next bit of conversation, you can send an email to blackgirlcouch at gmail.com. You can leave a comment below on this podcast. My social media will be there as well. Remember to like, share, subscribe. Head over to iTunes, leave a review, rate the podcast. Highly appreciated. Until next time, peace, hair grease, and blackgirlmagic. magic.